0: Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that, He was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had. And she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first. And she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa Uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study before it was even published went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat, and imprimatur, and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus
1: Christ. Welcome. To the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study, the paraclete, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you, John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful. and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last Sunday on the baptism of the Lord. The first reading reveals to us that the Messiah is to be a servant. The second reading reveals that God has no favorites. In the gospel, God speaks to us even today with his voice from heaven. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. This week, be a servant to your family, a friend, or to someone in the community who is sick. Be available, be specific, be consistent, and be ready to see the joy of Christ in their eyes as you live what you believe. Let the joy of the Father be reflected in the way you love others. You are his beloved child, and he is well-pleased with you. I told close friends that if there is anything I can do to relieve their suffering, to let me know. He has cancer, and she is his caretaker. They said prayer is the best thing. I have been bringing them Eucharist and his word, the greatest gift they could receive. They are so thankful. In an old book I wrote, I have dedicated my life to serving Ken, who is chronically ill. I do it with joy, knowing it is where God wants me. What was a helpful or a new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Just like Jesus after he was baptized, heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him. I, too had the holy spirit descend upon me making me a temple of the holy spirit by way of my baptism and i am called to go out and bring the good news that jesus is alive in you and me and that he loves us with an everlasting love and only wants what is best for us when i was 33 years old i experienced the touch of the holy spirit when I was full of anger and depression, I turned to God and told him I didn't know how to love. I was so angry. The Lord filled me with love and told me he, he would teach me how to love. I have been walking in the spirit since that time with a hunger in my heart to know, love, and serve God. My application I told my neighbor, who says she is in depression, that maybe it's grief. She re- recently lost her mother, and I prayed the Lord would bless her with his love and t- healing touch. This week, we go into the second Sunday of Ordinary Time. The first reading is Isaiah 62, 1-5, to where it says, as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. And the second reading is 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 11, on the gifts of the Holy Spirit given to us for the upbuilding of the church. And the gospel is John 2, 1 to 12, which I will proclaim now. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana. In Galilee and in the in the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short the mother of Jesus said to him they have no wine and Jesus said to her woman how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told them, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, draw some out and take it to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine, without knowing where it came from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves good wine first, and then when people have drunk freely, an inferior one, but you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the beginning of his signs in Cana in Galilee, and so revealed his glory. And his disciples began to believe in him. After this, he and his mother, his brothers, and his disciples went down to Capernaum and stayed there only a few days. The gospel of the Lord. Go into the questions. What was happening in Cana of Galilee and who was there? John 2, 1-2. to There was a wedding and Jesus' mother, Jesus, and Jesus' disciples were all there. When the wine ran short, what did the mother of Jesus say to him? And, and how did he address her? And what did he say to her? They have no wine. He addressed a woman. And how does your concern affect me? My hour is not yet come. What did Jesus' mother say to the servants? His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. The personal, how have you followed Mary's instructions to the servants today? Deacon can answer that in one of his books, as best as I can. In another book, he put, by my prayer life. My, any scripture study, and my example. And I answer that, I am following Mary's instructions by being obedient to God's holy word. I love the word. I've come to know his word through the study of it. How many stone water jars were there? And how much did they hold? And what did Jesus tell them to do? There were six, there was 20 to 30 gallons of water they held. And he told them, fill the jars with water. What did Jesus tell them to draw? Draw some out right now. And where were they to take it? To the head waiter. What did the head waiter taste? Uh, the, The water that had become wine. And who knew where it came from? The servants that drew it knew. And whom did he call? The head waiter. What did the head waiter say to the bridegroom? Everyone serves good wine first. Then, when people have drunk freely, an inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. Of what was this the beginning? Of his signs at Cana of Galilee. What did it reveal? His glory. Who began to believe in him? His disciples. Where did Jesus perform his second sign? And what did he say to the people? John 4, 46, 48, and 54. Then he returned to Cana in Galilee. And he said, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Now, this was the second sign Jesus did when he came to Galilee from Judea. What signs accompany those who believe? Mark sixteen seventeen to 18 says, these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. After the changing of the water to wine, Where did Jesus and the others go? To Capernaum. The personal. What signs can you see in your everyday life that reveals the presence of God's spirit? Deacon Ken? His joy, mercy, and forgiveness. My God is a God of order. In another book, he said, power in praying over people. And I answer that by talking to my dear friend who has cancer. As I shared the word of God with him, his whole manner changed and he got excited. It's amazing how the word of God lifts you up. He came alive and out of his suffering while talking about God's word. That is so healing. The psalm for this Sunday is Psalm 96, 1 to 3, 7 to 10. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Announce his salvation day after day. Tell God's glory among the nations, among all peoples, God's marvelous deeds. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and might. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring gifts and enter his courts. Bow down to the Lord, splendid in holiness. Tremble before God, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. The world will surely stand fast, never to be moved. God rules the peoples with fairness. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply this to your life? Deacon Ken. Sing to the Lord, bless his name, praise, praise, and blessings bring great healing. His application I will praise the Lord and bless him and others in my ministry. I will give away what he has given me. In another book, he said, Sing to the Lord a new song, sing to the Lord all the earth. His application, My actions show others what I believe. Do I show others a song of victory, of joy, of love of Jesus? That is how I can sing a new song unto the Lord every day of my life. Another book. Tell his glory among all nations. The application, witness to my words with my mouth. And I answered that. To give him praise, for he is king. Bow down before him and sing his praises. My application, by acknowledging his presence more in front of people. Speak about the wonders of his kingship. I heard on the radio a talk show where the guest said he didn't believe in God. Just matter of factly. And went on. What he was talking about It was about some book. It made me sad to know there are people who don't believe in Jesus. People need to see him more in me. The commentary this week on John 2, 1 to 11. Today's gospel shows us that whatever Jesus touched was changed. He changed the water into wine and he changed sinners into saints. The weddings in Jesus's day were celebrations that lasted for a full seven days. Banquets were prepared for many guests and the week was spent celebrating the new life of the married couple. Many times the whole village was invited and because it was an insult to refuse an invitation, most people came. To run out of wine was an embarrassment and broke the strong unwritten laws of hospitality of the area. Jesus was called upon by his mother to protect the honor of a good local family. Jesus was on a mission to save the world, and yet he took time to attend a wedding and take part in its festivities. Jesus knew that being part of people's lives was very much a part of his mission to calvary he valued these wedding festivities because they involved people and he came to be with with the people mary did not understand jesus's reply but she trusted in him completely and he, and knew he would do what was needed our call to ministry or our mission to bring god's word to others can often be accomplished in joyous times of celebration with others. We need to bring balance into our lives, and we do that by bringing Jesus into times of pleasure as well as times of work. Today, we who believe in Jesus but run into situations we cannot understand must continue to trust that he will work in the best way our application this week's first reading tells us that God gives us not only a new name but also a new life the second reading explains how each individual gift of the Holy Spirit is for the benefit of the community the gospel shows that Jesus touches he changes be it water or hearts this week Let your gifts of the Holy Spirit be manifested in the community. Pray with your family, school, or work associates. Let your gifts uplift those around you. A gift of healing can be a simple hug or making someone a meal. A gift of teaching or preaching may be reading scripture to someone who cannot read, or it may be teaching a scripture class to the community. The gift of hospitality might be driving someone to church or to the store. The gifts are many, but they come from the one spirit. The Holy Spirit resides in your temple. 1 Corinthians six nineteen. Let us close with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this lesson. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more
0: fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.